I'm Ray Hudson, and you are, I don't know who you are, but you're listening to Blaugranagram. Don't be like them kids in the Blair Witch Project, and go away, right? Hello everyone, and welcome to The Driven Shot. This is the live show that we do every Monday, and uh, welcome, thank you for tuning in. So... I know it's a bit after 4 p.m., and to be completely honest, um, I'm trying to get this out every Monday at 4 p.m. Central Eastern European time, so you guys can come in here, you can interact with us, you can drop your comments, drop your questions, and we take them along the way. And the idea is that these will be 20 to 30-minute episodes. It won't take too much of your time, and you can be here with me and have fun and interact in the chat, and uh, it's a nice way for us to kind of stay in touch with you guys uh, over at Blogarangram and the Blogarangram Podcast Network. So with that being said, um, today's topics, uh, or well, today's main topic, the focus will be on the international break that just passed. Now, obviously, a lot of Barcelona, uh, a lot of Barcelona players were in action during this, uh, this latest international break. We saw teams like France, uh, Portugal, Spain, Switzerland, Netherlands, um, Bosnia, Herzegovina, Denmark, and Albania. Um, those countries are the countries that had Barcelona players in action, of course, uh, the USA as well with uh, with Sergio Dest. And um, to be honest, promising, uh, it looked very promising. It looked, um, the players looked comfortable. Of course, national team is always a different environment from the club environment. You have players that might not perform very well on, on the club scale, but then when they go to their national teams, they perform a bit better. They maybe are a bit more comfortable. They get a, away from the pressure that are in some of the big clubs. Um, the pressure that, that we do see. Um, I even saw uh, Paul Pogba from Manchester United was talking about recently um, after the international break about how he felt a bit more comfortable with the national team and he knows that things aren't going too well at the club and he was one of their standout performers um, in, in the game against, uh, against Portugal. So it is something that definitely does play a role and I think it although for for me for the neutral viewer or for the avid club fan international breaks are kind of annoying because first off if it's not the world cup or or the european championship or the copa america it feels like it's just a waste of time because you get to a point where you have the these players playing with their national teams for a nation for the uefa nations league for instance which for some people feels like just a a, a not a fake trophy but a, a meaningless one um, a meaningless tournament for some people. And so that's definitely something that, that plays into the whole psyche and perception of international breaks. Um, <clears throat> but for some players, it can't be a breather if they're struggling at their club. Uh, and, and, and that's something that I think, at least for a player like Paul Pogba, maybe even a player like Antoine Griezmann, who, in my opinion, has been really good for Barcelona, especially this season. Uh, and although he hasn't had the end product in terms of his goals, he's definitely helped out the team in many other ways. And considering that they they lack a star number nine at the club, I think he is being he is he has been doing well, and I think the right choice is made by playing him. But for those that watched the France game, or at least parts of the France game, um, Antoine Griezmann was linking up the play, was very very involved, tracking back, going forward. He was he was everywhere, and. That's obviously something that he would want to do at Barcelona, and obviously having Lionel Messi and Felipe Coutinho on the same team as Griezmann does provide some issues. 
Uh, one of them being that they have the, they, the, all three of them play a similar similar role, and and that's something that he's still adjusting to. But I think for Griezmann, that game is definitely going to help him a lot. He set up a few chances. He played really well. Uh, he 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 had good hold up play, had good link up play, dropped deep to to help defend or build from the back. And I think if if he keeps doing what he's doing for Barcelona, I think he can succeed. Um, now on the other end of that France team. On the other end of the on the other end of the scoreboard were Portugal, and that game ended in a one 0 victory for France with N'Golo Kante from Chelsea scoring his second ever goal for the national team. Um, Trincao was on the bench from the start of the game, and then it was introduced in the late stages, and actually made Portugal look a bit more lively. And in the second half was when Portugal really started to to get going in the game. Um, France outplayed them in the first half. I think what at least the neutral consensus was that that was the case. France were simply more dominant in the first half. And then as the second half went on, Portugal started to get more and more involved in the game, but they started doing that when it was a bit too late and France had a good grip of the game and it ended one now, but Trincao was one of the highlights for, um, for, for, for the Portuguese team. And I think, although the, the, the criticism from some has been, he hasn't been playing because he's not fast enough. He's not good enough as a winger. He should be more of a, of a number 10 attacking midfielder, um, a player that, that, that excels in the, in the half spaces, the right half space. The thing with Trincao is he is a technically astute player. He's, a, he's, he's very good on the ball. He makes good runs off the ball. And I think it's just a matter of time for him to get incorporated in the team. Even though he's not the paciest guy around, I still think he can offer a lot to this Barcelona team. And he is still very young. And for those that did follow him back when he was with Braga in, in Liga Nos in the Portuguese league, um, he was already doing very, very well. But when the Barcelona signing was announced, he started doing even better. Um, so, and, and as their manager said at the time, he said that Trincao would mark uh, the beginning of an era at Barcelona. Um, and, and I think we will see that as time goes on. I think he's, I think the incorporations that have happened this summer have been really good, especially the return of a player like Coutinho, uh, Griezmann's revival, so to speak. Uh, Lionel Messi, of course, following the whole debacle with the board and, and a potential departure. Slowly, at least hopefully for Barcelona, he will slowly get back to form and get back to feeling joy when playing football and playing for Barcelona. Of course, uh, was monstrous for Argentina in the international break. Uh, scored a late winner, but it was uh, denied, was uh, overruled. But he seems to be in okay form, and I think for Barcelona, obviously, it goes without saying, Lionel Messi will be key for their season. But I think the most important thing is for him to enjoy playing for Barcelona again, and I think that will come as time goes on. Um, but it's obviously not just a switch that can just be flicked. So that's that's definitely something to, to keep in mind. To all of you who are tuned in, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is the third live episode. And, and again, this is a thing that will be going on every Monday at 4 p.m. Central European time. And the whole point of The Driven Shot, where it used to be a podcast of me voicing my opinion, The Driven Shot now is a live show where oh, also I voice my opinions. But the main focus is to get questions from you guys, answer the questions, and interact with you guys. So if you have any questions, do leave them down below. If you are an avid listener of podcasts, or if you like podcasts, or love podcasts, 
We have the Blog on Event Podcast Network. We have two podcasts uh, on there, AD and Barca, which is a Spanish podcast, and the Barca Talk Pod in English. You can tune in on your favorite streaming platform, whether that's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. It's on there. And if you like podcasts, I'm sure you'll love uh, either of them or both if, you, if you're bilingual or trilingual or multilingual. <laughs> um, we also do have some merchandise on blogonogram.com slash shop on the blogonogram shop. If you use the code stream10, that's S-T-R-E-A-M-T-E-N, you get 10% off your next order. We've got hoodies, mugs, beanies, t-shirts, polo shirts, backpacks, whatever you want, we've got it. It makes you have some nice things to wear as well. It's quite, the, the whole style we've got for is quite casual. And it is, it's something that you should be able to wear to both show that you support us or that you support Barcelona based on the color schemes, but also something you can wear if you're going out with friends or going out with your family. So we've tried to kind of cater to, to both sides of that. And you'll also help us out. It's, it's uh, the support, of course, symbolically with the likes and the follows and the retweets and the comments is, of course, very, very much appreciated. If you do want to help us keep the lights on or help support us financially, this is also a way of doing it. And we also have a Patreon. Uh, the Patreon is essentially where we give you content every other day of the week. And one of those every week, every Friday, there's a, a podcast going on where the questions from the patrons are in focus. We have tiers to as low as $5 a month, and it really does go a long way, and you get a lot in return. So do check that out. Even if you don't have the $5 in hand right now, do check it out, and maybe we'll see you there. Now, with that commercial break uh, over, again, thank you very much for tuning in. Um, going back to the international break, seeing kind of some of the, some of the games that were quite interesting, uh, I think Spain-Switzerland is definitely up there. Uh, of course, it ended a, as a 1-1 draw uh, with a red card as well. And Sergio Ramos, who has scored, I believe, I believe he had scored 24 or 25 penalties in a row up until that point, ended up having two penalties saved by Jan Sommer, the Borussia Mönchengladbach keeper, who was bought by the German side, brought in after Marc-Andre Ter Stegen left for Barcelona. And he's definitely proved to be key. Uh, for that team and definitely proved to be really, really solid for uh, for Switzerland. Now, that was a tough game for both sides. Sergio Busquets, of course, as you know, uh, and if you don't know, he got uh, substituted, he got taken off at around halftime uh, during that game, and uh, that was with a, with an injury, with a, with a discomfort. Since then, now the club, uh, FC Barcelona, have announced that he is out for uh, a week. Some expert assessments with prior experience said that it would be around three, but the club uh, say he'll be out for around a week. And of course, uh, for Barcelona, he will be missing the Atletico game, depending on exactly when he returns. He might miss a Champions League fixture, uh, fixture, and depending on his recovery, he might miss another league game. But if he only is out for a week, that's not uh, that's not terrible news for Barcelona, because that means he will be back. But on the plus side for, for other players in the squad, middle and Pjanic can actually, most likely, at least the way I see it, will be a starter for Barcelona against Atletico. And I think he is he has been in very fine form, and I think it would be a shame not to take advantage of it. Sergio Busquets is aging, and although he still, he still is a quality player, playing him for 90 minutes every game just isn't a good idea with the tough schedule that Barcelona has coming up. 
I think a game like Atletico, I think Pjanic could be a very, very solid option. And with De Jong's performance for the Netherlands uh, in the international break that just passed, I think that pivot, which seems to be the preference for Ronald Koeman after Busquets De Jong, I think Pjanic De Jong would be a very, a very good midfield to have uh, in that game. So looking on to it, Barcelona-Atletico is going to be a very interesting game. Of course, Luis Suarez moved to Atletico more or less for free in the summer transfer window, and he has been doing very well. He's been doing very well for Atletico for the Rojiblancos. He's hit the ground running, and uh, even score also scored for the Uruguayan national team in, in the international break. So he is in good form, and Barcelona, of course, will be hoping that that form takes a, a bit of a drop when uh, when he faces them because. It's a huge game for Barcelona to get up in the table. It's a huge game for both teams because it will give a big advantage, especially with those two teams being some of the heavyweights of La Liga. So that game will, of course, be very important to both. And I think for Luis Suarez, it might be a matter of wanting to prove himself and prove that Barcelona were wrong by letting by letting him go. Um, so that's definitely something to keep an eye out on. As for... Um, as for the, the Barcelona team right now, of course, Busquets injured, Coutinho injured, um, does give some options for Ronald Koeman in terms of utilizing some of the young players in the team. And that's definitely something that he will be looking to do, uh, given the opportunity, of course. Now, you do have some heavyweights in the team that obviously you can't just say, hey, you're not going to be playing because it's a, he, that person would be a certified starter, uh, a player that has been in the club for, for a couple of years, has some form, form of weight uh, in the dressing room. And, of course, while it is tough to get those phased out slowly, it also does give Ron Koeman options. Uh, of course, Trincao, Ansu Fati now injured, but Trincao, Dembele, Pedri, of course, who has been very, very lively for Barcelona, been a very solid player and really has, of course, a bit too early to call it, but he's he is living up to the hype. And for Barcelona, that's obviously very good news. Again, if you have any questions down below, do leave them. And um, again, the point of this is to interact with you guys rather than just me having a monologue because although that is fun, the point is we want to interact with you guys. We want you guys to let us know your opinions, maybe even have a debate. So let us know your comments down below. And, of course, this is being streamed on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And if you missed the last two episodes, they are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts. They're all there, and they are published after the live stream. So if you missed it and you'd like to listen to it while you're doing some work or doing something, can just put it on Spotify or just rewatch the stream. So tons of options there. And um, again, this is really enjoyable. This is nice for both for me to kind of have an outlet to get my voice, my opinions, but also nice because the live chat has been very lively the past two times. I don't know exactly what's going on this time, but it is what it is. <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, that's um, that's that's how it is. 
Victor in the comments says, damn, your English is really good. Not going to lie. Thank you very much. Um, pretty much grew up learning the language. So I would hope so. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah. So this episode, I don't like these episodes to be very short. I'm not going to lie. But the fan interaction, the interaction from the audience is what drives this. So I could easily sit here and talk for an hour, but I'm pretty sure that's not very entertaining. So <clears throat> if you have any comments, do post them. And we'll just chill here for the next five minutes or so. And um, again, do remember that we have a Patreon. We have a merchandise shop. So if you want to support us financially, that's a way of doing it. Um of course, on Patreon, you can support per month. So you pay a, set, a fixed amount of dollars or euros every month. We have, again, tiers as low as around $5. So do check that out. Patreon.com slash Network. Um, it is in the link below if you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube. Um, it's in the description of this video. Um, on Facebook, I believe, it's, I believe the video is up there. And on YouTube, it's down here. And on Twitter, it's the link in the bio. So... Pretty much got a lot of options there. Victor says, are you coming out or coming stay? <clears throat> to be completely honest, I think it's a bit early to call it. I mean, I know a lot of people want to see a player like Ricky Pooch play, and I'm one of them. I would love to see him play. I think he's definitely merited at least some more chances than he has gotten um, in this season thus, thus far. But <clears throat> the thing is, it's very tough for Barcelona to bring in someone new now if Kuman does leave. Because what that does is you have, first off, the team right now seems to have taken a liking to Kuman. He has a very high status in the team, as in the club. And he's actually the highest scoring defender um, in the club's history. So that's saying something. The other thing is, if you bring him out, if you, if you sack him in the morning, um, who do you bring in? Because, of course, I know a lot of people would say Mauricio Pochettino would be a good choice. But then there's the presidential elections are being held very, very soon. So if the president already has a certain manager in mind, that means that whoever takes over is not secured a job half a year from now. So for the better of the club, I think, even though for some people it might not look very bright right now, I know for some people they're, they're seeing that the club right now, the, the squad isn't in a, in a, in a good state. I think there really isn't an option of, of, of letting Kuman go because you can't bring someone in who's good and proven knowing that that person can only be at Barcelona for six months. I don't think, I don't think anyone would take that on. So that's definitely something to, um, to keep in mind. So to answer your question, Victor, um, I'm Kuman stay also a nice profile picture, by the way. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think more or less um, that is it. Remember, every game, um, every Barcelona game, whether that's Champions League, La Liga, or Copa del Rey, we do live commentary on here on uh, the Blog on Graham YouTube channel, Twitter account, and Facebook. It's on there, live stream every single game where we live commentate. I'll, I'm the play-by-play -play commentator, and uh, my good friend Logan Stanley is the co-commentator. We commentate on the game, bounce off, each other, bounce off of each other's ideas, and interact with you guys, most importantly. So that is a way for you to voice your opinion as the game goes on, and also to interact with us during the game. So 
if you if you watch a Barcelona game and you think, hey, this is kind of boring, I'm just here by myself, tune in. It's very easy. It's a click away. And um, while we won't show the game, we'll definitely be commentating it. So if you're at work and you can't really watch the game, you just want to listen to it, you can tune in. Again, we commentate play by play, um, so you won't really miss anything. We, I try to be as detailed and, and lively as possible in the way I commentate, and I try to use the words that I have in my repertoire to kind of make sure that you don't miss anything if you're not watching the game. And also, if you are watching the game, it's quite a fun way to interact with us and interact with other Barcelona fans that are watching the game. So do check that out every time Barcelona have a game, and it will be this weekend, actually, as Barcelona uh, and Atleti face off. On that note, thank you very, very much for tuning in. Um, I think the problem this time maybe was that we didn't send a, you know push out a reminder that we have these every Monday. So the idea is that every Sunday, I suppose, we will put out a tweet and a post saying, remember that this pot that this live show airs tomorrow at 4 p.m. And maybe that'll get you guys in because, again, we want to interact with you. We want to hear your opinions and maybe even have a debate. So do tune in 20 to 30 minutes every Monday at 4 p.m. And hopefully we'll see you here next time or the time after that. Just saying, we have some big things coming. So do tune in the next couple of times. We might have some very interesting guests that I'm sure you'd like to hear the opinions of. If you did like this, um, whatever platform you're on, drop a like retweet it or share it. And uh, if you haven't yet, subscribe slash follow. And um, hopefully we will see you next time. Uh, on that note, thank you all for tuning in. And um, Phil Shane from Being Sports, take it away, buddy. My name is Phil Shane, and you've been listening to The Driven Shot hosted by Omar Hawash and the Blaugranogram News Outlet. Thanks for tuning in, and we hope you have a wonderful day, and hopefully we'll see you again soon.